0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Crossroads Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Brandon. Hello! How are everyone out there? That was terrible grammar. (laughs) It's it's been a day. It's been a day already. Well, good morning. It is Holy Week, uh, which is the week leading up to Easter, which is very, 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 very very exciting. So with me today to talk about Easter and Holy Week and all all things holy. That's, that's you got be gotta... I got a lot of shoes to Oh boy there. oh boy jack oh boy <laughs> today with us is mr Jack Blaker say hello Jack hello guys how are you
1: today uh, I just want to start out and say Brandon mm-hmm. must be um running out of people because this is my <laughs> second time so I think that you know uh you know any uh yeah he'll just take anybody that that'll come along so well thank you for having me again um I really I'm enjoyed tr- it last I'm in time. trouble
0: you figured it out yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Darn it. I'm pretty quick that way, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh Jack, everybody out there, I'm a little extra tired today because we had spring break last week, which is awesome and exciting and exhausting.
1: I've never seen that that way because my whole working life I never had
0: spring break. Yeah, that's right, true. You know? So I took my vacations <clears throat> in the summer, so yeah. And, yeah, we were talking about, Keisha and I were talking about that last night like uh cuz we went we Nakisha works at a school now and so we took spring break and we I took vacation and we went down to down to Florida for a couple of days and uh we like it feels like a lot of the people that go on like spring break trips are somewhat connected to a school like one of the parents works at a school or both of them and they're like we have to get away for a week <laughs> I <laughs> we think need, we need it a couple of young
1: ladies <laughs> in my family are teachers and um they relish spring break so oh I, yeah
0: i can understand that particular part it's definitely one of those things <laughs> that as a kid you think spring breaks for you and then in, as you get older you're like nope, <laughs> nope yeah you're just ta- <laughs> it is for the adult They're, you're just tagging along because they have to take you if they did to take you they wouldn't right well, so you know yeah. uh so we had a great time it was a good trip but um well i'd ask you jack if you no longer have littles at home and we're trying to relish all of these moments while our kids are all elementary age right now. So it's just really fun. Go to the beach and just throw the football around, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, the yeah. drive back, we drove, really we ended up driving. And the drive back was one of those drives where you're like, okay, you put the put it in your phone now, put it in the map, right? Okay, home. No, we're probably going to stop. So we're on the way home because I can't drive till 4 a.m. anymore because I'm old. Um and it was like, we've been driving for two hours. And I look at my map and it says the same time. <laughs> like how is that possible?
1: <sighs> so uh yeah, being not having littles around travel is um you don't have that don't make me stop this
0: car, you know? I used to
1: say, don't don't make me stop don't this car. Don't make me stop
0: this car. Yeah we, yeah, yeah, we didn't have too much of that? Yeah. We have too much of that. Uh but man, that we I we the traffic we hit on the way home was And it wasn't even like we were only the big city we really drove through was Atlanta. So, you know, you're going to hit some going through like a big city like that. Yeah, for sure. We tried to time it out so we'd be sure to not hit it during rush hour. But then like three axes before we got there, slowed us down. It was literally one of those things where we drove for two hours. I looked at my phone and it said same time. I was like, (laughs) what? What? Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tired still. I I I am still recovering from my
1: vacation. (laughs) I can understand that. Yeah, you gotta come home to rest from your vacation. So but yeah. Yeah, the world makes you go back to work and do things that you're not really wanting to do and then you throw a sick child in there and that sort of mucks up the works as well.
0: Yeah, we got we got a I got one of my one of my kids here with me today. Yeah. Not sick enough to like stay home home, no fever, none of that stuff, but like Yeah sick enough to not want to go to school, so she can She'll quarantine some corner of the church for the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, Jack, it is Holy Week.
1: So that's exciting. It's very exciting. I, I think that we need to uh, really, really embrace that whole week and just study it and see what happens. And, you know, leading up to the uh, crucifixion and the resurrection, it's uh, get really churchy with our language. But I think that's super important to really
0: understand it and kind of study it so yeah I, no doubt no yeah. doubt and a lot of times it's like the you know western american church like we've lost a lot of the, like the traditions of the the holy calendar the christian calendar and for good reasons like a lot of it if you're just going through it with motions with no meaning behind it then it's well then there's no meaning behind it so who, who really cares um so i think today we're just gonna kind of go through the week and some of the different events that happen each day leading up to easter and hopefully we can find some of that meaning for, for everybody out there listening. Uh, because, yeah, if you were here a couple weeks ago, I talked about how um, Easter has kind of fallen down the holiday list. The, the the order of our favorite and most meaningful holidays. And really, Easter should be number one for us as, as followers of Servants of Jesus. Like, this is this is the big one. This is the championship game. This is the... <laughs> this is it. He, this is the final ref, four. Ref, ref, yeah,
1: referencing his his basketball uh, junkiness. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my this, brackets were
0: not great this no, year. I,
1: I'm sure of that. But this is one shining moment, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna break into song,
0: Jack. So please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Save us all skip. that. Everyone, skip right now. Thirty seconds. There, skip ahead. Uh, mm. I won't sing. I won't sing. Sorry. Mm. You're welcome. Alright, so Sunday, this past Sunday, a couple of days ago, we're recording this on Tuesday morning, but uh was Palm Sunday, which we were, uh, ex- I was explaining to some of the kids uh, upstairs, and I was like, it's Palm Sunday, and I like, held my hand up, like a high five, you know, and pointed at my palm, and some of the kids, and I explained, that's not what it means, we'll get to that in a second, but some of the kids were like, well, as I explained it, they're like, oh, I thought it was about your hand, I thought Palm Sunday was like, yeah, It didn't make any sense why we'd have a whole Sunday about your hand. <laughs> well, you know,
1: till you know what you don't know. You know?
0: <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Does that sound right? So you know what you don't know, but yeah. Yeah, that makes sense if you don't think about it too hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So Palm Sunday, the day when Jesus enters into Jerusalem. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the Easter story of the Holy Week. It kind of kicks off the whole Easter story. Jesus is coming into Jerusalem. There's Passover celebration. So everyone's coming into town. And as Jesus comes in, he comes in riding on a donkey, which it's called the triumphant entry because he's coming in as a king. And you wouldn't think a king riding in on a donkey. It's one more thing where Jesus flips the script on us, which I just I love I love that. And everyone there that is, you know, has heard about Jesus, kind of a follower of Jesus is like, well, he's coming in as a king, so we can't let him ride in on the dirt. So they take the palm branches off of the trees Put them down so you know Jesus's donkey can walk across on clean, clean ground, on clean surface. So we call that Palm Sunday. It's not about giving everybody high fives with your palm. Although that's a good way to celebrate. That, that, you it, know, <laughs> we're all about high fives. Maybe I should have done that on Sunday
1: when I was doing announcements. Hey, give everybody, a high five! Palm, palm Sunday, palm everybody, Sunday. show them your palms. Let's pound some palms Let's here today. Palm. No, no, that's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so as a kid. Palm Sunday, uh, every year, I don't know why, but we would get palm branches. Like somebody would bring in a whole, a whole heap of palm branches and give them to the kids. Now, why somebody thought it was a good idea to give 10 year old Brandon a palm branch and then expect me to sit through a hour, hour and a half long church service On a list of good ideas, that's not on it. No, probably.
1: If you gave me a palm branch, I might be smacking somebody yeah. with it. I'm and sure To that...
0: give 38-year-old Brandon <laughs> a palm branch. Have... <laughs> bad, bad plan. <laughs> bad plan. Yeah. Or 70-year-old Jack. Yeah, that would be the best thing, right? You know, some of us are still 10. Yeah, yeah. Always. All of us are still 10. Yeah. So there's a lot of smacking people in the head and messing with, you know, not many of my palm leaves were still on the branch by the time we got to the end of service. But At the end of service, we would then march around the the, the sanctuary, the auditorium, so shouting, you know, because they, they, when well, they walked in, and the people shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, highest, you know, for Jesus. So we would walk around the sanctuary doing that. And of course, you know, were supposed to be in a line. So whoever was in front of me, because at this point, I, I mean, we were waving the branches. So right, yeah. If I hit somebody in the head, I was just waving the branch. I was just waving the branch. I wasn't trying to. Yeah, just yeah. Uh,
1: anything to keep yourself out of trouble. Yeah. Although, yeah. Guess how well that worked. Yeah, it did not. Yeah. not so, I'm, not I'm sure it did not work that well.
0: <laughs> not so much. As
1: a 30-year-old parent, you see through those things, right? Yeah. When you're a kid, you think you're going to get away with it. So.
0: Well, we would. my grandma always sat in the front corner. because My grandpa was a pastor, and so my grandma would sit like, in the front corner, and she played the organ and the piano and did all that stuff. So we'd go up the aisle and then turn. And she was just staring at me. She was giving me... She knew. She knew. Giving you the side uh-huh. eye. The... <laughs> 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 yeah, so I'm I'm quite
1: familiar with that uh, look.
0: <laughs> the grandparent side eye?
1: Uh, yeah, and I've... No, I get it all the time still, so it doesn't really have anything to do with, you know... <laughs> it's the barb side eye. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, before I get in more trouble. Exactly. So, yeah. So, Palm Sunday, Holy Week starts with Jesus entering Jerusalem as a king, which I think is really interesting because we know the end of this story because he's not going to stay that way for long. So then we get to Monday.
1: Well, can I just say something about Palm Sunday? I was just reading about that the other day, and um, he had done some powerful preaching and and leading up to that particular time, and um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think he, he knew what was coming, right? Um, Absolutely. His followers did not, and so many of the people that were followers of his on, on, on Sunday with the palm branches and doing all that, um, I just wonder what happened to them as the week went on. Yeah. My, I have a lot of. I, don't, I I'm, I'm similar to you. I have a lot of questions that don't get pointed out in the scripture, and yeah. so my mind kind of goes to a place of what were they feeling as the week went on. And when um, we get to Friday, I have a question related to
0: that, and I'll save it till Friday. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, and I think that's <coughs> what you just touched on is so huge, not just in this story, but anytime we're reading and interacting with our Bibles is to be asking all those questions. Like, what were those people feeling in that moment? Those people that had been followers of Jesus, probably at this point, hundreds of people were following him from town to town. It wasn't yeah. just his he had his twelve disciples, and he had like a group of thirty kind of leaders, and then there was hundreds of people traveling with them, who are probably the people that are grabbing the palm branches and doing that whole thing, right? So like, they're like, "Woohoo! We're on top of the world! Like we're taking over Jerusalem! Like, woohoo! Yeah, let's go!" We finally arrived. That's it. Yeah, we've arrived. And we know what's coming. <clears throat> so Monday, uh, which would be yesterday for us, Jack, or whatever that is for you when you're listening to this. Um, Jesus goes into the temple, and it's one of those stories that is really, really interesting. We don't have time to dive all the way into it. But it's when Jesus goes into the temple and they are selling things. They're not supposed to, which is a system they had set up. People need to make their sacrifices. If you didn't have the certain things you needed to sacrifice, you could go to the temple and purchase it in order to sacrifice it. But it was very clear that they were not supposed to make profit off of that. They' were supposed to be selling it at cost or whatever. So people were there in the temple profiting making money off of sacrifices overcharging which is awful and terrible and evil and you're taking advantage of people who are trying to worship which is not cool yeah so jesus goes in starts flipping the tables over screaming makes a whip and chases them all out
1: awesome so his believers or his followers i'm sorry his followers Mm -hmm. possibly said this is our king now we see this king act activity um Yeah. But uh, he was, it was, uh, Jesus gets angry, we get angry, right? Mm -hmm. So in this scenario, to me, Jesus is angry. You're not supposed to do this. This is like, you know. Holy anger. Holy anger. Yep. Right, righteous anger. And, um, you know, I wonder how his followers saw it as the king's victory, right rather than you know
0: righteous anger that which probably all like yeah. more pumped up right yeah. like yesterday we enter town like this is our town now we've arrived we're here next day Jesus goes in and like clears out all these people that are doing wrong and you're like yeah let's get up. I would think yeah I yeah I never really thought about that I made that connection like all the people around what's going through their head is always Events transpire, right? Because the
1: Bible focuses you on the idea of them making profit and flipping the tables over and Jesus chasing them
0: out. But there's a crowd watching. Yes, there is. Right? Always a crowd watching. Because there's on the other side, there's the people that don't like Jesus that are watching and now very upset. Yeah. And there's a crowd that was, uh, hey, that's my business. Mm -hmm. And now you just, this is a big week for them. Right? Like this is Christmas for all the stores. Like, well, this hope, is when yeah. all the people are in town yeah, hope, for pass-o- their sacrifices. Passover is such an important,
1: uh, you know, Old Testament Jewish holiday that, you know... This is yeah, huge. Were,
0: so for Jesus to yeah. be do that, would have really upset, upset some people. So the next day, we get to Tuesday. Uh, we get some really cool stories. The religious leaders are now very upset with Jesus. They've already been upset with Jesus. They, you know... Which... I understand... Like, I, I, I get, you know, I tell kids this all the time we go through these stories. I'm like, if somebody came to Crossroads and they claim to be God and they were saying all of this stuff and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We'd kind of probably do a lot of the same things that some of these religious leaders, teachers of the law, the Pharisees, what some of them did to be like, whoa, dude, like, what are what did you just say? Did you just say you're the Messiah? You're the... You're Jesus. You're Jesus. You're you're the Son of God. Like, whoa. Pause. Time out. Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't line up with what you think that person is supposed to be, then you're gonna try and get rid of him before he hurts more people,
1: or before he wrecks your um, your system,
0: right? Your setup. What you got going. You lose <laughs> your power. You lose your power. Right. Yeah. yeah there's that side of it too. Sure. Um, Which no doubt, probably most of them were like, they're humans. They don't want to lose their power. But I think there's a group of them that had pretty good intentions of like, no, you're hurting people by saying you're God because I don't think you're actually God. And so we got to get rid of you before you get this even bigger following of people that you're getting to drink some purple Kool-Aid. We saw, and I was just thinking
1: that, not the purple Kool-Aid thing, but the very same thing. We get people that uh, get a a huge following and go off the rails and take people away from from. From Jesus they take their eyes off of God to follow some man or woman or whatever right and um it, it's not a good thing and for, for those I, I agree with they probably saw that as something that you know we're trying to teach these people what they really
0: need to do and now you're you know you're running this off the rails right you know and he kept coming in and turning everything backwards like riding on a donkey instead of on a big white horse like all of these things that he keeps flipping the script on them. um Anyways, so I, mean like all the people in the story, like all the people around the story, is kind of what we're talking about today. So like, even those religious leaders that are like, probably some of them are on the fence. Like, who is this guy? Trying to figure it out. So on Tuesday, we get the stories of when they come and they question Jesus, and they're trying to trap Jesus. What's the most important commandment? Because then we can use that against you. And and I just love how Jesus just keeps smacking them in the face with like. Every time they think they've got him, he's like, mm, "How about no?" <laughs> this one and this one, like, "Oh." Anyways, I like my Jesus talking smack. <laughs> well, yeah. That's probably well, bad. It's probably wrong with me, Jack. It's it's probably not talking smack,
1: but it's it has that it has that in it, right? Yeah, in it's, a loving way. And, and, exactly, in a way we wouldn't do it that way. We'd no. be, you know, we'd be talking smack.
0: Mine would be out of pride. <laughs> And out of yeah, out of, out of sin, Jesus's was not. He just answered the questions in yeah. ways that they couldn't. They couldn't use against and he, him. And he always asked them a question.
1: Yeah, I love that about his answers, right? Uh, so, you know, we could do more. We could do more. We could do. How, what am I trying to say? We could do with more of that, where we just ask a question, you know, uh,
0: rather than rush to an answer. So yeah, I like yeah. that. We're always trying to give answers instead of helping people find answers. True. Very true. It seems like a lot of the times Jesus didn't just give us an answer, but he tried to help us find it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because those are the lessons that stick, right? When you think about through your life, which lessons stuck, it wasn't when someone said this. It's when you came up with it on your own. Yeah. Usually with someone guiding you to it. All right. So that's Tuesday. These religious leaders question Jesus, trying to get him trapped. At this point, they're like, we need to get rid of this guy. So Wednesday, eh, we get the story of Judas deciding to betray Jesus, uh, which we talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast with uh, with uh, Logan and Zoe, about that, the kind of villains of the story in Judas. We're not going to get into too much of that, but that's another really interesting character in this whole story, Judas, and why he would decide to betray Jesus. Um which is some interesting things there. With it's it's way more
1: complicated than just taking the silver and, and betraying Jesus. A lot. It wasn't just about the, like, getting paid. Like yeah. it was. It was a lot deeper than that, no doubt. It really was. So yeah, some study into that would be good for a person that's looking for something on Easter week to look into, or even after that, even after Easter mm-hmm. week, just to, uh, you know, to look into that. Some of these deep dive into Judas.
0: Yeah. Boy, how yeah. many people want to do that? Yeah. Me. <laughs> I, I've looked into it a little bit. So yeah. <laughs> Then we get to Thursday. Uh, a little trivia question here for everybody out there. So, last Sunday is called Palm Sunday. Monday is called Holy Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday, they're they don't get they don't get extra titles. Sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday. But the rest of the days all have titles. Thursday's is the weirdest. Any idea what Thursday is called? Oh, well, I know. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, say you, it. Oh, you, I thought you were giving everybody – Yeah, well, I gave everybody out their time to, to get get your guesses in. <laughs> get your guesses in real quick. Yeah, Maundy Thursday. That's right. Yeah. I always thought it was like Monday, Thursday growing because at a church I grew up in. We always had a, a Maundy Thursday service. And I always thought – as growing up, I thought it was Monday, Thursday. And I <laughs> – <laughs> Why would you – Why would somebody have a Monday, Thursday? That I never – under- <laughs> But every year, we well, go to Monday Thursday service. I just kind of figured in my head, like, well, it must be because we're doing the Monday through Thursday story, <laughs> even though it was always Friday. <laughs> but anyways, Maundy right. Thursday, we uh, it's the Last Supper, pretty much. We mm-hmm. celebrate the Last Supper. So a lot of churches historically would do a, a, a typical Maundy Thursday service. is very dark, um, even like your your sanctuary or your auditorium would be very dark, no lights, just a couple candles lit, and it's kind of that you do a reenactment of the last supper. You do a reenactment of a garden of Gethsemane where Jesus is betrayed by Judas and the guards arrest him. And-, and it
1: was a very dark time, but also the timing of the, of when that happened, uh, you have to think when we go outside at night around here in most cities or towns, or even in a country, you got a big yard light and you got light going on. But, what light was there? Was ever the moon? Whatever right. the stars gave out, it's the only light that would be in the Garden of Gethsemane. It'd be dark. It'd be. Yep. It would be very, dark. Very, very dark. Yeah. Whatever torches they had. And I've I've enjoyed a
0: few Monday Thursday services as well. I like them. Yeah, I, I find a lot of a lot of meaning in them. Uh, usually sure. pretty solemn service, pretty low key. You're not doing a bunch of like upbeat. Uh, but it kind of sets the mood because you're getting ready for good friday which always bothered me as a kid a lot of things bother i didn't understand much as a kid jack it's pretty (laughs) unbelievable that i stuck with this whole thing (laughs) why would we call this good friday it's the day jesus died like he's crucified he's betrayed by his closest followers he takes on the sins of the world that could not have been easy the physical pain he had to go through getting beaten and then crucified we're like good good friday yeah yeah. No, this is the worst Friday. Before I was a follower,
1: I would—I always thought a Good Friday I get a day off. <laughs> that's why it's, so why it's good now. now. You know, I mean, that's just—that's a sick <laughs> jack thinking that you know you get a you get a day off. So that was what was good about it. It's good. In, in a way, though, it is a good thing, right? It was yeah. a horrible thing. It was a terrible, no good, very bad day, right? There you go. <laughs> and uh, but it, in the end, it was—it had to happen. It had
0: to happen. It had to happen.
1: It had to happen.
0: One of the kids on Sunday as we, we were going through this story asked uh, same question why is it good Friday if Jesus dies in that horrible way? So I was like what well, great question been wrestling with that for 38 years. Um, so the way we kind of uh, we, we kind of got to a, a resolution with the question was it was good for us and because Jesus loved us so much, he knew that was gonna be good the sacrifice was good for him because of how much he loved us yeah so we call it good friday that day wasn't good pretty sure peter and mary and the rest of the disciples were not like this is a good day um but knowing the end of the story we know this is yeah yeah not the best day because the best day is coming on sunday but it's a good day yeah and
1: i mean if you think that somebody loved you that much to go through that I mean, if that doesn't just, you know, knock you off your feet, I don't mm-hmm. know what will, because that was not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, we know that it is in the long run, but the, but going through that was, you know, uh, how much, how much does God love us? I mean, how much? It's just a, it, it floors me. It really does. It I can't me, imagine. Me. I mean,
0: I love my kids. You know, I do it. I, <laughs> I'll do it. Way too long drive to Florida, you know, so they can go see the ocean, you know, like I, which is not, <laughs> yeah. not real. That's not a real sacrifice. <laughs> I'm not trying to say this, but like, I love my kids. I'm like, I would do anything. Would I die for my kids in a heartbeat? Not, no question about it. You yeah. know what I mean? But man, to go through all of what Jesus went through for us, I'm like, man, I hope I would go through all that for, for my kids. But man, that, and we're and we don't even understand. We, we can kind of understand the the physical pain that he went through, but to go through the emotional, the relational pain of not just Judas betraying you, but where are all of those people now to go back to Palm Sunday when you had hundreds of people there putting palm branches down, shouting Hosanna King is here. You arrived in town as a king. Where are those people now? So, Mike, I told you earlier that when we were talking about uh, Sun pumps
1: Sunday, I had a question for Friday. Yeah. And so my question, I kept thinking, these people that were palm branches and hosannas and, and all that, mm-hmm. are they the ones uh, in the courtyard, crucify him, crucify him? Great question. Right? And so I had that in my mind. Uh, obviously, the many, many thousands, I don't know, hundreds of people that were following him into on Palm Sunday Inn, some of those weren't maybe true converts or maybe true believers. But the people that walked with him day after day for three years, they were were—they were true believers. I'm sure they aren't the ones saying crucify. So a friend of mine helped me, un- helped me look into this a little bit that Mm-hmm. Probably most of the people in the courtyard when they were trying to make the decision to crucify him or not crucify him or free Barabbas, free Barabbas, yep. or not free Barabbas, mm-hmm. who who are you going to? Fr- Those people were 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 brought in there, yes, to be, um, uh, to tear things apart. To yes, uh, and wh- you've been in a crowd before, football game or whatever, and the whole place jumps up and screams when you know touchdown or whatever happens, and people get swept up in that. So if you have enough of those rabble rousers in there saying Brabus, you know, Brabus,
0: let him go. How many people are going to jump into that now? First of all, I love that you just said rabble rousers Mm. because that's one of my favorite phrases. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. Um, Yeah, no, it's a great question. And uh, we wrestled this question uh, with our young adult group a couple weeks ago. We are talking about the Easter story and same thing, people are like, how could you go from Hosanna, Hosanna, put the palm breed, palm branch down to crucify him, give us Barabbas in a week? Right. Now, in that week, a lot happened, right? If you're someone that when Jesus goes into the temple and clears it out and he gets all angry and you're like, Oh, maybe I don't want to follow this guy. So maybe that, maybe you don't like the way the religious leaders were questioning him. You don't like his answers. You were like, oh, like, so there's probably some of that. There's probably some people that were like, oh, well, maybe – and then they were listening. Said, Jesus wasn't the only one preaching that week. Those no, no, religious leaders were many, up. Many, they many were up doing, being rabble rousers themselves. <laughs> many, many voices were being were being heard that
1: week for sure.
0: So definitely, I think some people kind of, maybe strayed, maybe were on the fence, and maybe like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going back to the safety of knowing the religious system that's already set up. Yeah, and no doubt. Some of that. We also know that there were some paid actors there. Sure. The, they brought in some people and they paid them to cut. Hey, you come in the crowd and make sure Jesus gets crucified. You, you make sure like you're, you're screaming, you're yelling. We have to convince Pilate to do it. And then when he's going to give us, give us a choice of a prisoner release, like make sure that like, so there's no doubt. There's some people that were paid to be there. And then you get the crowd aspect. And honestly, my, this is just my personal belief and thought. It's not, I don't have like solid backing or scripture, or other sources to back this up. This is just coming from my brain. Um, I think they were all scared. I think those people that were the followers of Jesus in this, in this story, in this situation, were all hiding. Because you look at the other stories, the disciples, they were gone. Which I mean, they're all 16 at this time. So it's hard to blame them for being scared when your leader gets arrested and crucified and you're like, that's going to be me next. So they're all kind of hiding, scared. The same thing's going to happen to them. The story of Peter denying Jesus three times that night because he's in the back of the crowd, kind of like, Trying to see what's going on when people are like, "Hey, aren't you?" He's like, "No, not me," because he's afraid that because he's going to get afraid. yeah, he's he, going to get brought in. So I think a lot of people didn't want to scream. No, give us Barabbas, or no, give us Jesus, give us Jesus, because they were going to get beat up or arrested, or their shop was about to go get destroyed, and like
1: you know, in they a, were f- afraid. In a football analogy, if you're if you're you're at VM Stadium and um, they're playing Ohio State, and you know. State scores, and you jump up screaming. Uh, there's like 110,000 people, and they're kind of looking at you, mm-hmm. you know. And um, mm-hmm. uh, it's I mean, it's it's a tough thing, you know. It's a tough thing to go against a crowd like that, yeah.
0: Once again, put yourself in, the, in those shoes, yeah. You're there in that crowd. Boy, I would love to say I would have been screaming, Give me Jesus, save Jesus, save Jesus, but
1: ugh.
0: yeah. Yeah, we'd like to think we would. And the other side of it too is they've
1: seen the Romans how they treated everybody. Yeah. If you went against what the Romans did, that they were free to kill you, or there's a good chance you'd they'd have been a fourth cross up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of whipping going on before it. So, you know, yeah, it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing to say. I would oh I wouldn't do that. Well, Peter said on Thursday Monday Thursday I'll never deny you. And Jesus said, "What?
0: Yeah, Jesus <laughs> I, said I got a
1: little question. I got a little little scenario for you, buddy. You're, you know, you're gonna tomorrow. You're gonna do it three times. You know, right? I will never. I will never. Never
0: is a long time. Never is right. a long time. You didn't make it till the morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Peter. Like <laughs> that story, man. That story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peter, my uh, my grandpa. Peter was his favorite person to preach on. I mean, obviously Jesus, but he loved he loved preaching on Peter." Um, because of (laughs) so many times i can just hear my grandpa's voice going oh peter (laughs) had you learned nothing you've been with jesus for three years had he ever been wrong yeah no so why the one time jesus is going to be wrong is right now like no dude just be like oh i am i'm so i'm I'm sorry in advance (laughs) i don't want it i'm sorry jesus (laughs) but nope (laughs) it's like your wife honey i don't know what i'm going
1: to do but i'm sorry I i'm going to do it <laughs> i'm
0: just sorry whatever yeah that's <laughs> so true yeah uh yeah then that same night peter is so like before he denies jesus he is so like gung ho on i'm down with jesus and he cuts off the guard's ear you know like he's jumps out with his sword to protect jesus and then a couple hours later i don't know that guy yeah yeah just that just tells me how intense that situation was how scared they all had to be that they weren't together in a group they were all scattered Peter was by himself and went from I'll die for you I'm gonna charge these Roman guards with my sword to I don't know that guy yeah and Jesus
1: uh, does something that he always flips the script as you said earlier he always slips it over he puts the guy's ear back on <laughs> Yeah, right.
0: Peter, why do you have a sword? Peter, Peter, what are you doing, man? What What are you doing? No, put that away. Anyways, yeah. So Good Friday, yeah. Jesus, horribly, every way possible, has the max amount of pain possible. It feels like max physical, emotional, spiritual. I have a hard time spiritually dealing with my own sin, let alone taking on the sins of everybody. Like the the weight of that.
1: Well uh, it, you yeah. know, he the accounts of, the accounts in the Bible that he was sweating blood mm-hmm. prior prior to the to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. When he went off in the garden he was sweating blood because he knew that well, the weight of that mm-hmm. and asked Father if it's possible, can you take this away? Take this cup of
0: suffering from me. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Okay, then let's do it. And if it's gotta be, it's gotta be. Then so, it'll be good. Yeah. So Saturday. Um, I didn't realize Saturday had a name till like a couple years ago I don't know if this is like really good Christian tradition church tradition or just something we somebody made up a couple of years ago and we're like no oh, that works uh, Silent Saturday yeah. all we have is well Jesus was dead putting ourselves in the shoes of all the people in the story that had to be a long yeah, and we say three days because Jesus died Friday. We have silent Saturday. Then the third day, Sunday, he he rises back to life. But like Saturday, and we don't need to get into all of what Jesus was doing on this day when he was not in this earth. <laughs> what, where was he? And what was he doing? Is really, really dead. go do that deep dive. That's a good one. Then, that is the deep. And then diving. text me afterwards because we yeah. need to talk about it. <laughs> um, but silent Saturday, Jesus was dead. All those like, I think of Peter again that just went through I'll die for you to I denied you three times the rooster crows oh and then you don't get to go apologize you don't get to go to Jesus and be like I'm sorry because you know he's being crucified and then that Saturday you just being like oh the can you like that The 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 depth of that hurt for Peter, the devil, yeah. all, all of the disciples that scattered and ran to be like, uh, all of the people that were there on Palm Sunday, we're following this king. This is our time. We're here to, pff, we lost.
1: So all my three years of following in this, this is how it ends. The confusion. Yeah. the Maybe, ang- I don't know. There are a lot of emotions would have been in all those followers um, even like you said, the twelve that were closest, but also the thirty mm-hmm. other leaders and and the, the periphery around that, you know, those people were like, "I've been following this guy."
0: Yeah, right. And he just dies. That's it.
1: He's you just know? he's gone. He's gone. He's just
0: gone, just like that. Yeah, yeah. That talk about a gut punch, right? And you've got all the fear of, are they coming for us next? For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, fast forward they knew we walked with him. Yeah. And a lot of times when these insurrections would happen like this, because that's what they killed Jesus for, was being an insurrectionist of like trying to overthrow the you're claiming to be a king. So, so that's not you. just modern times? It's not just modern times. No, it's been going on for a while. <laughs> All right. So uh, well. I mean that's what Barabbas was, was he was an insurrectionist a, a rabble rouser. Um which is why it's so, so surprising they wanted him back. Because they wouldn't just take the leader they would get as many people from that group as they could and execute them. Certainly. Um, you fast forward Easter Sunday, Jesus comes back to life. Right, the women go to the tomb. The tomb is empty, and they're like, "Jesus isn't here." And like, what? And they run back. What are what are all the disciples doing? They're all hiding out together. Like they weren't out preaching. They weren't out like, no, everyone, you need to follow Jesus. He's coming back. He's, yeah, no. You need to still still follow his teachings. You need to still, like, they weren't doing any of that. Right. They were all hiding in houses together. Once again, put myself in those shoes. I'm like, oh, I would have been out still trying to proclaim the gospel, still telling people they need the kingdom of heaven. You need to come follow Jesus.
1: So Brandon, nah. or Jack, Brandon and Jack nah. are on the cross the next day then because we, we were <laughs> yeah, out nah.
0: screaming that, right? I'd have been in the back of that house having to change my tunic as well because <laughs> I'd have been scared out of my mind. Change my tunic, I like <laughs> that. No, That's that great. would not have been out. Like, yeah, let's just be sure. honest, none of us. For sure. None of us would have, right? Um. So they, yeah, they find out Jesus is risen. The women come back to the house. They tell him, one of my absolute favorite little little nuggets in the Bible if you read the book of John in his, his account of this is him. John and Peter go sprint to the tomb. They were the two adults. The rest were most, mostly teenagers. Uh, Peter just went through this whole thing. This, this guilt, this shame of, I denied Jesus three times. If he's alive, I got to go see him. Cause I got to like, I got to talk to him about this, you know? So they, those two go sprinting and John writes, I won. Yeah, I, I, I got there first. I got there first. <laughs> yeah. You ever wonder if the gospels are written by real people? That proves it right there. It is yeah, John, John, who always refers to himself as the disciple Jesus loved the most. Right, right. He's the most competitive. He's the one that was filling out brackets for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so the rest of history knows, I outran Peter. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me so happy, Jack. It's probably not for good reasons. Probably not, but it's a good point. (laughs) Humble brag right here. John's faster than Peter. (laughs) So they get there. They see Jesus. Easter Sunday, the greatest of all of the days, the greatest day in history, the most meaningful day in all of history, because Jesus defeats death. Jesus defeats sin so that we can defeat sin. Satan thought he had won on Good Friday. We killed Jesus. We win to you lose good day sir
1: (laughs) you lose good day yeah i um uh, the passion of the christ that movie Mm -hmm. um the the scenes as uh there's always the evil one Mm -hmm. is always in the backgrounds you know they they portray that i don't know how accurate it is but i gotta assume that he was always there Pushing yep. the buttons, trying to get people to do this or whatever. And um, you know, when the tomb was empty, where did he go? You didn't you don't hear much more about that for a while. He's gone. Because mm-hmm. he knows he's been defeated. Now we know he roars back and tries to destroy our whole world and we're still living with that. But right um yeah. He
0: he's he, he slunk away, how sad. No doubt. You're know, that gut punch that all of his followers got when he died and they had to sit with for you know, from Friday until Sunday. Boy, can you imagine the gut punch of of the enemy when Jesus comes back to life? And he's like, "What's up? What's up? <laughs> you thought you won? That's funny."
1: <laughs> I like your depi- once again. I
0: like Jesus talking smack. <laughs> I like to your Satan. depiction of that. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, I'm alive. So, in case you're wondering, I win. Yeah. Yeah. I win. Go read Revelation. I'm gonna win again, but please keep trying. Um, Easter. That's the story. Yeah, that's the story. That's the um, story of why we're here doing what we're doing. Of why Easter is so important is so we can remember all of that to remember the the price we were bought with. The cost of my sin and your sin was Jesus going through. All of those things. And that should humble us to our core. Very right? much like so. you said, that very should just so. knock you down, yep, like knock so. you out that Jesus went through that. He didn't have to. He went through that because of how much he loves us. Like Easter is a time, and Holy Week, I think the purpose of Holy Week is really for us to go through these stories. And not just in a little short podcast, but spend some time this week really reading through them, really wrestling with it spend some time with God and just be like, man, this is, what, this is what you went through because of how much you love me.
1: The, the further I get along in my walk, the, um, I, I understand that I can never thank God, Jesus enough.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I mean, you know, it's a constant thing because that was so huge. I mean, just the whole event, that whole week, just thanking him for saving us, and our job is to try to put that out there for people that we know that aren't saved,
0: mm-hmm. that aren't
1: followers, and um, just to give them an idea. You know, Absolutely. we we don't save anybody. Right, we're, right. We're not, thankfully, because yeah, I wouldn't pick the ones. I wouldn't have picked me in, out of that group a long, you know. So I wouldn't many do years it. Ago. I wouldn't do it right <laughs> for sure. But when we present the gospel and we present this story to people, um you know, God's going to work in their hearts, and that's we just need
0: to thank Him absolutely constantly. If this week, if you're not like daily, just be like Jesus. Just thank you. Hmm. I, I, I can never scratch the surface, correct, yes. of being yes. thankful enough. But yep. man, do I want to try! Man, you know, do I want to try!
1: When we, when things happen, for, you know, for people to say, "Well, I can't thank you enough for what you did, or for showing up, or whatever it may be," and they, they truly mean that because mm-hmm. you've, you've touched them in a way, or done something for them, or whatever it may be. And um, you know, we're just little, we're just little. We're little compared to the giantness of what what God did, what Jesus did for us. Um, We can't thank him enough.
0: Can't do it. I can't do it. But I'm going to try. They're going to keep trying, yeah. So let's go back. Let's close with this, Jack. So we've been talking about all the people in this story, All all the followers, the hundreds of people that were there around Jesus. So they go and they hide. Silent Saturday. They're all also silent. Easter Sunday, he is risen. Jesus comes back. They're all like, what? And then we get like the, 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 the reunion stories. There's a couple of them and Dowdy sure. Thomas and all that. Yeah. Just all great, awesome stories. They're not silent anymore, right? Because these disciples went from just the, that 12 or 11 at this point went from hiding out, scared that they're going to die for following Jesus and not out preaching and proclaiming the gospel to after this, they all, except for John, they all die for proclaiming the gospel. So something happened on that Holy Easter Sunday that changed those people from, I'm not going outside. Nope. I hope we got enough cereal in the house because I'm not going outside, to all of them going out and preaching and knowing the risk and taking the risk and dying and and that risk becoming true. And them all dying, mostly painful, horrible deaths because of Jesus. Um, So Easter, Holy Week, I think is a lot for us to go through these stories, spend our time with Jesus, do the thankful thing. Easter Sunday, absolutely for us to come together as a, as a congregation, as a community of people and celebrate together that he is risen. He is alive still alive he's still kicking it up in heaven amen to that yeah amen it's also for us to be like those disciples and not be silent anymore right right the disciples were silent for a day and then they weren't it's time for us to do the same because when we realize that
1: that sacrifice that jesus made for us we can't be quiet Mm -hmm. we're compelled to not be quiet Now, for a lot of people, so you know, you know me, I'm a talker. You you can you can put a microphone in front of me and I'll talk, or you can second time podcasting with me and I'll you know we might be double the time today. I didn't even start a timer. I'm not even trying today, (laughs) but um, we need to be proclaiming that to people in our in a way that we're shaped to do it, right? Because everybody's not a talker, right? Everybody's not going, but we need to share this with people. I know that we all have somebody in our work life and our family life that that doesn't know Jesus, and we we need to proclaim that. We need to tell that story. We need to re, re, go over it again and again so that one more person is saved, one more person is brought to Jesus. Amen.
0: Yeah. At all times, share the gospel. When necessary, use words. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody like it's that's yeah. so what Easter is about. It's about Jesus about yep. he is alive. It's about salvation. We, because he defeated death and he defeated sin. I can defeat death and I can defeat sin.
1: And I think the, the so disciples, as soon as family. they saw him again. It clicked. It clicked. He it clicked. told us this before. This happens. Now I've got to go out there and, and proclaim that. Right. Right. And I'm sure that all 12 weren't preachers. Right. But, but they went out anyway. They got out of their comfort zone. And they they got out there and they and they told the they told of Jesus. Yep. And
0: as you said, they all died. And they all died for it. Yeah. Took some of them longer than others to get Took out of Jerusalem them. to do it, but you know they eventually yeah. all got out and did it. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for being here, Jack. Yeah. Any, any any last words on Easter? It should overtake Christmas. We should stop celebrating Christmas.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think that <laughs> our society will, will stop celebrating Christmas, but mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, for us to just just proclaim Jesus to people in a, in a way that we're comfortable doing. Not, I love it. Not, not getting out of who, God made you who you are to use you as you are. And the greatest thing in, in my walk with Christ is when I discovered that, that I didn't have to be this person. He made me to be me. Now he made me to be me to share Jesus with people.
0: Love it. Yeah. So it's yeah. so true. And we need that. We need that. If you try to be somebody else, then we're yeah. missing you. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need two of somebody else. Well we don't need two jacks, I'm pretty sure of that. My <laughs> wife would attest to that fact. But. <laughs> no comment. No comment. All right, Jack. One last question before we get out of here. Um I hate the Easter bunny. He's creepy. He scares me. Mm-hmm. If we could change the Easter bunny into any other animal, what animal would you change the Easter bunny into? Oh boy. Hey, hey. This, is a, this is a deep one. That is a deep we one. We should have started with this one. <laughs> 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 Uh, would
1: you change the Easter Bunny? Um, you know, probably not. I like to see the Easter Bunny making eggs. I just—I'm not even going to go any descriptive. But that, uh, how does that? They're happen? Mam- a bunny's a mammal. They don't lay eggs. Well, how does that happen then? Like, <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> pagan tradition. Because most of them happen. are
1: hollow. That's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a creepy. It is a creepy thing, though. Yeah, Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, everybody, have a great week. Hopefully, this is a very meaningful week for you. Celebrate Holy Week. Uh, If you have questions about any of the stuff in this story, please reach out. I love talking about this stuff with people. And hopefully, we'll see you on Easter. Indeed. Come to service.
1: That's right. Come to service. All right. Have a great week.